to the Lunar and Obsidian podcast. I'm Andrea, the Untamed Dame, your favorite hostess with the mostess, your favorite Nordic scald. And I don't really have anything crazy to report this week. My husband and I took our dog Shadow, he's 12, out on a nice little hike. I think we did a little over three miles, got about almost a thousand feet of elevation gain or vertical gain. And it was fun. And it's it's so funny because even though our dog is 12 years old, he is spunky. He gets so livened up being outdoors. If that's not a telling of, even if a dog that's, I don't know, he's considered like somewhere over a hundred years old, I believe at this point, if he can still get peppy and lit up to be outdoors and he still has a decent amount of stamina That should be a testament for how much you guys should be getting outdoors and extending and keeping your freaking youth. Okay, so with this episode being the Norse culture of the Viking Age, I went through and I did a little bit more editing even though it was released, maybe it was back in May last year, somewhere around there. And it's kind of funny to hear how I feel much more comfortable in front or behind what, how I I can never say that (laughs) properly, but I, I'm more comfortable with the mic. I'm more comfortable using my voice and I still am working through some funky stuff and I've kind of been open and I've shared that, but I think just going through the editing and kind of hearing, yes, I stuttered. Yes. I stumbled some words and I felt what was missing or what I felt was Something I wanted to deliver more, but I was kind of just in my own head, was humor. And being able to compare now and some of the episodes that I've been recording of doing the Old Norse poem readings is such a huge difference in my opinion between the recording flow and then also just the comfortability speaking and then also being in a state of being able to be more naturally myself because I'm not overthinking words and so on. And yes, I think it's important to deliver any sort of message with, uh, I wouldn't say precision as much as I would say intention, because you you can still leave yourself open to make mistakes and learn and grow. And that's exactly what I did. And had I just stayed small, never launched the podcast, never worked through some of my insecurities or feeling like I don't have a good voice or I don't deliver messages well or whatever was swirling through my head at the time, I would never be able to grow. So I just want to kind of give whoever just has something new on their mind that they want to do or something they're afraid of, something they feel I might have an insecurity around, just do it and work through it and you will see where some of your strength really getting that opportunity to shine. Okay, without further ado, Let's get into the episode with obviously the huge disclaimer that Wild Experience Gear is no longer a company, but I wanted to keep that part in there because I felt like I was speaking kind of passionately about the Norse symbol and uh, Egisjelmer, even though I'm taking an old Norse, a foreign language class and I'm learning, I'm still likely gonna have an American freaking accent. So <laughs> I give it my best and I will hopefully one day be accentless, but who the hell knows because you can't really compare it to a language that is dead. So without further ado, let's get into Norse culture of the Viking age. One of the things that I like to talk about very much so is Norse culture of the Viking Age. 
it's something I've been passionate about. It's something that has excited me since I was a young uh, little girl. The 13th Warrior was such a fascinating movie. I just thought all the uh, action, but the adventure along with it was just incredibly fascinating. It was dark and mysterious. A lot of what's affiliated with that culture. And then fast forward, I want to say, let's say between five and ten years later, is uh, when I was in my senior year of high school, I had to... (laughs) By the way, I'm one that I never like to read any sort of uh, any sort of book or poem that we were ever told to read in school growing up. My attention span always left me, except for the epic poem of Beowulf. That was another. Basically, Beowulf and the Thirteenth Warrior are the same story, and so I was already kind of familiar with it. But it was really neat to read it in this old English language uh, form. So that's kind of what was my introductory into the culture, which which captivated my attention. I wanted to know more. And then over the years, is um, there's a lot of that cultural connection, if you will, um, with Marines. So when I was on active duty, a lot of the language and some of the things that are said is in connection to the Norse culture. And then also the... Um, community that I was affiliated with with my husband, the recon community. There's a lot of nerds that also loved Norse culture as well. So that also kind of was a, it was a little bit of gasoline dumped on that fire already. So we're going to get into some terminology just to ensure that when I say some words, you can follow along without being confused. Here we go. The word Norse specifically means the medieval era in Scandinavia, its inhabitants that were there, and then also the Germanic language that was spoken, called Old Norse as well. Couple more terms. Actually, I want to, I don't want to say buck a myth, but I want to set the record straight. You will hear people that love to be affiliated with the culture about, quote, Vikings. And you can hear people that are, quote, purists that have to have things said absolutely with perfection. And then you have people that are completely clueless that don't know anything at all. So we're going to bridge the gap of the misunderstanding here. And the word in Old Norse spoken during the Viking Age. The term Viking itself was pronounced Viking, which means an activity to go on for a Viking or Viking raid. The term Vikinger is a man that does this professionally. But I also want to make this very well clear and known. During this time period, the term Vikinger was not associated with a positive term like people call themselves Vikings today. Oh, I'm a badass warrior. I can handle anything. I can fucking Hulk smash everything. And it's like a mentality and a way of life, which I respect and appreciate. But if we want to go to the roots and the origin of the term, that is incorrect. But as language changes over time, we know things will evolve. So just to be clear with how the people of that day or that time period, that term was actually not said with high regard. So it was more like a pirate, like a a dirty pirate, if you will. 
And so the actual term, which what we would call a Viking, the equivalency spoken in Old Norse is drenger. And that is a raider, a fierce warrior. That is what you would associate with with the show Vikings. I just want to set the record straight of how it was spoken in the old days and how the connotation that was for the old days and how we're utilizing it now, which isn't factually correct. But when I use the term Viking, it's very much so in what you understand it to be. But I will also interchangeably use the word Norse because Norse means also North. Nordic also means North. So these will be terms especially when I release episodes about this culture, I want you to be very familiar and understand what I'm referencing and how I'm utilizing the terminology. So now I want to roll into another subject under this umbrella. A little bit about myself since I'm letting you guys get to know me. I'm letting you get to know my mentality. I'm letting you understand my lifestyle, what drives me, and also for context, When you hear further episodes in the future, you'll know kind of where I'm going with it. I am what we would call a Norse witch. What does that mean? Not that I'm comparing myself to a doctor, but just for a reference of understanding, when we talk about a witch, so if we try to make this connection here, is a, let's say a family doctor. They know a lot of things. It's a very big, broad category. When the term witch is referenced, it's very much a broad category. And then when we think about a doctor of something that specializes in something, let's say physical therapy, let's say a podiatrist and oncologist, what I mean to say is the foundational knowledge is being like a family practitioner or provider and then they specialize into something so same with quote witches they are a broad term and then each witch has their own specific if they so choose to have a specialty so my specialty is the Norse culture basically a healer their healers back then were medicinal practitioners through obviously a holistic way of life but I that's basically where I err on is that um, modality if you will is where I want to roll into this for you to understand is runes we're going to talk about runes in the future we're going to talk about how the Norse people navigated themselves in the outdoors how they connected with the land so these healer peoples they had this specialty but also it was ingrained into their culture and collectively everyone throughout that specific part of europe was deeply connected to the land and what i want to educate you all on or inspire you on is either how to navigate yourself like a fucking badass outdoors like these primitive peoples have done or some type of way to live a holistic lifestyle that also is incorporating the outdoor space or the space of runes. So this is a platform for me to be able to share some of these 
areas that I know more about that can hopefully enhance your way of life. And now we're gonna talk about, hey, nerd alert, we're gonna talk about some Norse lore, also known as mythos, mythology. Uh, These people left some really neat books and poems, not books, but they're actually called poems eddas. And from those, it's gonna open up the door for me to share a lot of stuff that excites the shit out of me. It's just really fun and exciting to talk about Odin and who he is, and Thor, who he is, Freya, who she is. We'll talk about the Valkyries. We'll talk about what has been shown on popular culture and what's actually true and not true. Like, for example, I love Marvel, but one little mistake or big one that they made is Hela, the goddess of the underworld, the ancient goddess of the underworld. Her father is Loki, not Odin. She's not the sister to Thor. Anyway, it's not like it's a big deal or anything, but I feel like it'd be fun for you to learn where these stories actually came from. And then, like, I'll still watch those movies, but I do feel fun to get into the mentality of the people that that wrote these stories mainly I do want to also mention something that's really fascinating about that culture in particular there's several primitive cultures that were very driven off of oral tradition so these stories were told generation after generation after generation by what a fucking fire just like we're doing with this podcast so When language got to be in written form is when some of these stories actually became written. Along with the oral tradition, something about the Norse culture that I very much so love and respect is being a man or woman of your word. They speak with intention and they follow through with what the fuck they say they're gonna do. There wasn't this wishy-washy bullshit. It wasn't that I said this oath and then I back out. There was some real ramifications and we will get to that. Sorry to say it's gonna be several months from now because we'll really delve into what oaths are and what they mean um, around Yule. Either way, that to me is just a very hard, fast, it's a very notable aspect of the culture where today people really don't stand behind their word, when, especially when they speak it out loud, when they say they're going to do something, when they honor someone else, they say it, they mean it. And I feel like let's spread the good word on how to fucking do that again. Another fun aspect of the Norse culture like I said, the written language of Old Norse, there were also magical symbols left behind. And one that is a huge inspiration for me and what I want to deliver to you, especially if you get a t-shirt or you ever see Wild Experience gear, the actual branding logo, the name of this magical symbol is called Igisjelmer. And I will try to say it again, Igisjelmer. I likely botched the shit out of that. But either way, it's an Icelandic magical symbol. And what that means is the helm of awe or the helm of terror. When we use the word helm, we mean helmet. Basically, what this whole symbol embodies is with the helm of awe or terror, the helm of awe is you put this helmet onto your head. Either they would draw this magical symbol on their forehead 
or they would have it stamped onto their inner part of their hand, press it to their forehead before going into battle, and they were wanting to instill either awe into their enemy or fucking terror. So submission or we're going to fucking duel to the death. I'm not saying from that specific way, obviously. Um, we can't go out raiding, but what I want you to start embodying is this mentality of being a raider and being the most badass motherfucker you can be outdoors. I want you to start tapping into the wild side, the primitive side, the huge essence of being a human where you understand how to navigate the land and you can see just how much more confidence you're building when you have that helmet or Helm of Awe, Igis Yelner. When you're wearing it or you think about Wild Experience gear, I want you to tap into that. I want you to summit mountains and come back and say, hey, I fucking kicked that mountain's ass. More or less, what I'm trying to instill here is a culture, a community of people that can tap more into their confident, strong side, navigate the outdoors with swagger. So that's what I want for you. So come along. Random fun fact, any of my friends that are Tolkien slash Lord of the Rings nerds, uh, I'm sure you're very well aware that Tolkien was heavily influenced by Norse culture. There's also that other plus reason to enjoy the Norse culture. All right, all right, all right. We're going to wrap this episode up (laughs) with a couple little... um, couple little excerpts from some poems here. All right, first one, here we go. What you ask of the runes will prove true. They are gifts of the Aesir, made by the gods and painted by Odin. You'll learn best with your mouth shut. Good one right there. Another words, being an insufferable know-it-all that has to always share how much they know... Or not listening at all, you're never going to learn anything. Be quiet and listen, and you may learn several things to help level up your life. All right, here we go. The second one. Cows die, family die, you will die the same way. But a good reputation never dies. For the one who earns it well. Cows die family die, you will die the same way. I know only one thing that never dies. The reputation of the one who's died. In other words, not to be morbid, but earn your reputation. Not to be mistaken with caring about what everybody thinks and not having authenticity, but leading forward with integrity And tap into your inner fucking badass and all the other people around you will know and you will have such a positive ripple effect even beyond your own life here on Earth. So, these two excerpts were from the Havamal. And the first one was excerpt line 80. The second one was 76 and 77, if you want to refer to it yourself. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, one of the best ways, if not the best way, to support the podcast is to share with a friend, a pal, a loved one, a person that you really freaking like. 
Okay, guys, I will catch you next week. Have a blessed Freya's day. Don't forget to, as she is the goddess of love and war, I'm not saying wage war today, but give yourself a little self-love. Get yourself one of your favorite cups of coffee. Get yourself some flowers, whatever the hell it is that makes you feel a little smile or a little joy of your heart. Do that today. All right, I'll catch you later, you cool cats and kittens. 